0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: When you're a 415er, 415er, 415. er 415 415 you are all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more and more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan
0: Giddings and Mark Grandy. Welcome into another edition of the 415ers podcast on the Odyssey app and the Odyssey Sportscast Network with uh, Mark Grandy, Evan Giddings, twice a week here during training camp of the 49ers. We got some interesting stuff to get into, Mark. Of course, the quarterbacks are on the top of everybody's mind. Got an interesting question, I think, about Brock Purdy, as well as um, some comments from quarterbacks coach Brian Greasy about Trey Lance specifically. And also, we're going to get into some uh, some concerns that we have potentially from the first week, a little bit more than a week
1: from 49ers training camp. But before we dive head first, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, We're recording this here Wednesday evening. Most of you are probably listening on Thursday, I would imagine. So that means I can say there is NFL football today there's a football game on thursday it's the hall of fame game evan get pumped from canton ohio the new york jets and the cleveland browns getting ready to do battle i don't know about you but i'm fired up to tune in to some uh, hall of fame game football evan
0: will you be betting on the game mark
1: <laughs> bet the under that's my only suggestion i okay. don't have any i was best wondering price. if that's
0: why you're so hyped about it <laughs>
1: I don't have anything placed, but you know, maybe something will speak to me. Kickoff 5 o'clock Pacific time tomorrow. You know, Maybe I'll, I'll check in just before kickoff and see if something is calling its name out to me.
0: I, honestly, I think the only thing that people should be excited about when it comes to the Hall of Fame game are the people actually going into the Hall of Fame. And <laughs> I myself have only one person that I would like to thank on behalf of all quarterbacks across the NFL, and that is Don Coriel, because without him, nobody's making fifty million dollars a year. <laughs> nobody's coming close to even making twenty million dollars a year. So you have Eric Coriel to thank for revolutionizing the passing game. Uh also shout out, I guess, to Ronde Barber, Darrell Barivas, DeMarcus Ware, and Zach Thomas.
1: Yeah, they all deserve shout-outs. All great players. But yes, it, it just signals the preseason is here. I know this is obviously before any of the other preseason games. There's still a little bit of a of a gap until like the 49ers play a preseason game, for example. And every other team across the league but it is just always that yearly signal once again football <laughs> season is upon us.
0: Yes it is and in San uh, San Francisco or I was going to say Santa Clara, San Santa Clara, uh <laughs> basically all anyone cares about is the quarterback's mark and that is because Brock Purdy has taken all of the first team reps. Sam Darnold and Trey Lance have largely split the second and then Brandon Allen has pretty much cleaned up the uh, the, the last few snaps. But uh, kind of the question that we wanted to kick around today and start with, which is like, should Brock Purdy be essentially handed the starting quarterback job? And Kyle Shanahan is not officially named a starter, although all signs point to Brock Purdy being the starting quarterback week one because of the aforementioned number about the. Uh, first team reps. All of them have gone to Brock Purdy. And of course, the comment about Brock Purdy being leader in the clubhouse, that was from John Lynch, I believe in late March, early April. Kyle Shanahan essentially affirmed that. So Mark, do you think that Brock Purdy should be handed the starting quarterback job?
1: I don't think so. And I want to make sure I explain my thought process here completely, because I'm not saying that I think there's a (laughs) <laughs> there's a there's a safer option out there. I'm not saying that I don't think that Brock Purdy doesn't deserve it the most, because if you look at just simply what everyone has put on paper, put on tape, uh, pretty clearly Brock Purdy has been the most impressive. So I'm not saying that I don't think he should be this team's starter, but are we so certain that he is who we think he is? And I know he had a, a fantastic stretch last year but in the big scheme of things what i mean 8 games it's it's not a gigantic sample size are we 100% certain that this is the guy are we convinced that he is everything that he did last year are we even convinced that what he did last year was so otherworldly um i mean he played with an incredibly elite defense special teams unit also good as well i'm, I'm not trying to discount what he did um but it i just the question that's been nagging at me is yes i if i had to pick just one guy who who i think should be the team starter week one of course it would be brock purdy i'm not arguing otherwise i'm just not convinced evan that he is necessarily deserving of being handed this job if if we're so convinced if we're so confident in brock purdy's abilities you could open it up to a legitimate competition and you would expect Brock Purdy to win it. I don't think that's so wild. Maybe it's a vote of confidence. Maybe it's something to do with the locker room as well. I am just, uh, I'm not quite all the way there in terms of how certain or how confident or how convinced I am that he is undoubtedly the guy that should lead this team.
0: In principle, I'm with you. No one should be handed anything, and the framing of the question is a bit leading, so I'll give you that. In principle, no. Brock Purdy should not be handed the starting quarterback job. In reality, Mark, he should be. And the reason is because of what comes with the starting quarterback job as it relates to preseason, and that is what he's been given so far, which is all of the first-team reps. Those reps should go to the person who is best suited to be the best quarterback week one For the San Francisco 49ers. I think we're in agreement that the leader in the clubhouse, both from the staff, the front office, as well as what we have seen is Brock Purdy. So, yes, I do think he should be handed what comes with the starting quarterback job, which is preparation. Because if you look at the rest of training camps right now going on, the quarterback battles between certain individuals on the Buccaneers, Baker Mayfield versus Kyle Trask. Well, there's a reason for that. Indianapolis Colts, Anthony Richardson, top pick, versus Gardner Minshew. Understandable why you might be duking it out there. And the Washington Commanders, Sam Howell, first-round pick last year, versus Jacoby Brissett, journeyman. All three of those situations do not apply to the 49ers because I do not believe either or any of those three teams are playoff-bound. The 49ers have legitimate Super Bowl aspirations. They need someone from day one to lead them to the end of the season, which is going to hopefully culminate in a Super Bowl. I think that starts in training camp, and especially with the way Brock Purdy has unfortunately not gotten a lot of reps this offseason due to his injury, even if there's some rust concerns which we can get into. To me, the starting quarterback job should start now, and
1: that's why I believe Brock Purdy should be handed the keys. That's fair. Yeah, generally, if you have a— quarterback competition a legit competition for your starting quarterback spot uh usually you're not a very good team usually your expectations are very low so you're right in that regard i would say that this is also a very very unique quarterback situation that the 49ers are in there is no other comparison not only in today's nfl but really across nfl history there's no comparison to this sort of drama and, and these sorts of, I don't know, different factors contributing to this conversation. So not not to say that that's a reason why you would make a competition, but, but just this is incredibly unique, and I think you have to take each situation for their own. But when thinking about this conversation, because you have Brock Purdy last year kind of randomly asserting himself after injuries, and he plays much better than anyone could possibly expect. And I just think back to how I felt when Jimmy Garoppolo came onto the scene. End of the 2017 season, the Niners were a terrible team, obviously very early in the Kyle Shanahan tenure. No expectations from that team. There were expectations for Jimmy Garoppolo, but he was he was a guy that they just acquired from New England. Not that everyone was expecting him to be a future Hall of Famer or that sort of thing. But this was your new quarterback and a guy that your young star head coach picked, Jimmy Garoppolo. You expect him to be good. Uh, and because of injuries, he gets in at the end of the season. And what, what does he do? He goes five for five. He wins five straight games on a team that was otherwise one of the worst teams across all of football up to that point that season. And I remember how I felt. I I felt like the Niners struck gold. I felt like he was a future Pro Bowl. And if things broke right, a future Super Bowl winning quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Obviously, he was close. But my point is how I felt in that moment, Evan, is nowhere near how I felt after a couple more years with him at the helm. And maybe injuries are a factor. I mean, he came out of the starting quarterback the following season, and I think week three tore his ACL. Uh, and then the following year is when they went to the Super Bowl. But Garoppolo never really rekindled my uh, my emotions like he did those first five games that that he started at the end of that 2017 season. So So my only thought is, and I didn't really feel that same way about About Purdy, and I know it's entirely different situations, but I feel like in my mind, because of all the talent around those guys, and I know the expectations are entirely different, Purdy didn't quite capture my imagination last year as Jimmy Garoppolo did in 2017, because I feel like I. The, the rest of the team around Brock Purdy had more to do with that success a season ago as opposed to what Jimmy Garoppolo did in 2017. I'm not saying I think Purdy is the, the next Jimmy Garoppolo or the 49ers in three year, years will be looking at another guy they're trying to move off of but just simply can't. I just can't quite get these two situations out of my head because they are – Similar up to this point, you have a guy out of nowhere who steps in and absolutely does much better than you possibly expect. And now the assumption is he is your guy moving forward. But in the last instance that this happened, he ultimately was a guy who you wanted to get rid of because he wasn't as good as you thought he was.
0: Well, and to add to your point, they also share a similarity in that after their first season, they dealt with injury. Now, Mm -hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo did so with a torn ACL very soon into the next season, but that probably changes the arc of his time in San Francisco. Brock Purdy, it's a different injury, but it's still one that's costly and could potentially change the way you play. So I'm with you from that sense. It's, you know, you're not exactly sure. To me, the question mark is not so much because of year to year, but because of the injuries that both of those guys sustained and I don't have that same type of infatuation with Jimmy Garoppolo, but I can see how one would. And especially the way he started the next season, you're like, oh, this guy's going to get back to being what he is. Yeah. And he simply didn't. So, or, you know, it came up a little bit short in 2019. Um, I like, I, I, hear those concerns. I understand them. But to me, it's it's also a different situation just because of the state of the roster, the state of the NFC and the state of the 49ers. And Brock Purdy may not be the perfect option. I still have my concerns about what he can do as a quarterback and the limitations that might get in his way this season. Injury aside, but if he is the best option for you, and he appears to be so far, unless he falls off a cliff towards the end of training camp and into preseason, to me, there's nothing that's going to I, I essentially deter me from believing that he should be the, the starting quarterback.
1: Yeah, no, and I, I still, if I was, you know, gun to my head, had to choose, I would choose Brock Purdy, and it would be a pretty quick decision for me. It's just uh, the the thought that this is, it in the 49ers' minds, it appears to already be a foregone conclusion, just must mean something uh, terrible for the other options at quarterbacks. I mean, you just consider, you Put these two guys next to each other on a football field. You don't actually have them play at all, aside from just throwing the ball around. I mean, who who checks every physical box? You could even throw Sam Darnold in there. I mean, Sam Darnold and Trey Lance, bigger, stronger uh, than, than Brock Purdy. Who can throw the ball further and faster? It's Sam Darnold and Trey Lance over Brock Purdy. Um, obviously, so much of football is more than, so much of quarterbacking specifically is more than just your physical attributes of course those help um but the, the the decision that seems to have already been made and again, I can't fault them uh it just speaks to on one side how much they must believe in Brock Purdy's his innate abilities as a quarterback, his ability to make the right read and and be on time and all of those things and handle, uh, you know, the pressure coming from the weak side and, and check out of a certain protection to make sure you pick up that blitzing linebacker or you see the safety coming off the edge and you can adjust all of that. He just must be so much further ahead in those things than Trey Lance's. One to make up for some of his physical shortcomings, including some injuries now. I mean, he also had a, what, a fractured rib his first start against Tampa Bay. And then he went in that Thursday night game uh, the next week against Seattle and fought through it and played. But so this is a guy who has an injury history now at this level as well. In addition to, of course, the, the elbow, he just must be so much better at those non physical things. Those physical attributes that the 49ers feel so confident in him over the other options, considering, uh, you know, he is not the the physical specimen that you necessarily would want out of your starting quarterback. So I I trust them. Ultimately, I trust the 49ers to, to make what they feel like is the right informed decision. It just doesn't seem so cut and dry to me.
0: No, but that's unfortunately the way this that this goes like this isn't high school like this isn't college. And as much as the idea of an open quarterback competition is cool for fans and for onlookers and for media members that that's not the way professional sports work. Like as much as a coach might come out and say, this guy's got to work for everything. This guy's got to do it all. He knows in his mind who he wants to be the dude. And until that person proves otherwise, in this case, Brock Purdy is the guy. And I think that Trey Lance and Sam Darnold are in equally good positions to fight for the backup spot. I know we spent most of the last episode talking about Brandon Allen, which to me, wouldn't just be an indictment of, Trey Lance and Sam Darnold, but also the injury concerns potentially of Brock Purdy. So all four of those guys to me are in the mix. The leader in the clubhouse is Brock Purdy. The other two are fighting for the second spot. And Brandon Allen, be damned. So you know that that's the way that I kind of look at this thing. But um, I'm sure we'll we'll get new information very soon, and that will dictate the way that we go with with future episodes.